Welcome, shareholders, to Podcast 71, a podcast about our industry, our company, our employee owners, and the roles that they play in our organization. I'm Elizabeth Wheeler, your host, live from Studio 71. Many of us have been with Parkside or Atlantic Plywood for some time. We have job longevity and continue to experience opportunities to grow and develop, while others are newer to the organization, maybe even just starting their careers. It's great for us as a company. Cross-generational collaboration drives innovative ideas and solutions that build a healthy talent pipeline and promotes the sharing of best practices and different perspectives. The exact reason I invited my next guest, Andrea Volmer, marketing specialist, who has been with us just short of six months, but is making quite the impact. Andrea, welcome. Hi, thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you for featuring me on the podcast. It's my pleasure. Now let's start with telling our listeners a little bit about yourself. So I'm from Plainfield, Illinois, and that's about 45 minutes away from our office here in Batavia. One of my favorite pastimes is sightseeing. And one of the most interesting places to visit over there is the old abandoned prison in Joliet. And it's really neat because that is actually a famous filming location from the film The Blues Brothers. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. And it's really neat having such a famous location so close to home, especially one from one of my all-time favorite movies. I understand that you have a deep appreciation for the 80s and 90s movies, and there's probably the reference to the Blues Brothers. Why are you so drawn to these decades? Well, I would say I'm drawn to those decades, not just because they seem like a little bit of a simpler time, but also just because that's kind of what I grew up with. When I was growing up, my family, they used to call us the Flintstone family of the 21st century. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, because we actually didn't even have internet in our house until maybe a little over five years ago. And so I watched a lot of the old 70s, 80s, and 90s movies that my parents watched. And every time, you know, if we were in the car together, they'd play the radio or they'd play their old cassette tapes. My mom, she was a huge Elvis fan. So I became a fan of his through her. And I love Elvis. You're in the marketing department. So many of our associates haven't seen you or met you, but have seen your work. Sightlines, our monthly newsletter being one of those. So tell our listeners where your biggest artistic influences are. Where does your creativity come from? I would say I'll find a lot of my inspiration through the movies I watch. If, say, I'm watching an 80s movie and I see a character in that film that is wearing an outfit I really like, I'll try to replicate it. I would say my favorite programs that I use are Canva and Adobe InDesign. Those are the two programs I use to create most of our advertisements, our sell sheets, flyers. And I would say I look at examples through Pinterest and I kind of try to go off of the marketing trends as you're developing your own style, and as I mentioned before, you've been here just short of six months, but you really kind of are getting into a groove. The current trends are what inspire you? 
I try to follow like the bold type. That's important. I try to create very immersive storytelling. Besides taking over as editor for Sightlines, I write the blogs for our Warehouse 71 website. And we do a lot of customer testimonials, which are basically success stories about the customers who purchase our products from Warehouse 71 and the service that they received there. It's important to incorporate that sense of immersion when creating content that will keep readers engaged and leave a lasting impression with them. What do you think your keys to success are when you're approaching your new role? You mentioned Warehouse 71. So is part of it just creating the relationships with your fellow employee owners? Yes. When you surround yourself with positive people, you'll have a positive experience. It's important to stay adaptable. You know, sometimes things don't always work out according to plan. Sometimes things are out of your control. I have a simple phrase that I use. It's improvise, adapt, and overcome. Really all these keys to success line up perfectly with our ownership behaviors here at Parksite. They're a great resource in how you can excel in your career, whether you're just starting out or if you've been in the workforce for several years. So you have a great team up in the marketing department and you're working with Warehouse 71, as you mentioned, and you're doing all these different flyers and invitations for the Nashville trip. You worked on that for us year on celebration, Halloween. You did a great job on creating all the art for that. What projects are you working on now that we might see some of your work? So right now I just finished some flyers for our upcoming year end celebration, which is a double event. We're going to be visiting Feed My Starving Children and volunteering over there, followed by some dinner afterwards. So that'll be very exciting, a great way to start off the upcoming new year. And then I also just finished some flyers advertising our upcoming gingerbread house build-off and our ugly sweater contest. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes. That's a popular one around here. And also when you do a year-end celebration flyer for Batavia, Bolingbroke where we are, but you're also doing them for all the locations. So I think you get a real good feel of what other people are doing in the organization. You are still new at Parksite, but you're not unfamiliar with ESOPs because when you interned, you also interned for an ESOP company. So now that you're here, how do you feel about being an employee owner? I think it definitely allows you to feel more connected to that company, you feel a deeper sense of family because everybody's a partial owner and every associate plays an even bigger role in the face of the company more than you would at just any other company. And in an employee-owned business, I feel like you feel less like a number. You feel more valued. It gives you a sense of pride. You know, you feel proud to work for that company because you're a partial owner and you feel happy to get up early in the morning instead of dreading it because you think, I'm a partial owner of this company. You know that your presence in whatever role you're in is appreciated and that your time and effort is important and it really pays off in the end. Without a doubt, it makes that 45 minute drive all the worth it, doesn't it, Andrea? Yeah. (laughs) I have to say you are really doing a great job and you are a delight to work with. And I look forward to more projects and bigger projects as we develop our relationship and you build your relationship with the rest of the organization. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. You're welcome. And thank you again for inviting me. Oh, it was my pleasure. Truly, truly. And I thank our listeners for joining us. And remember, everyone, if you have an idea for a podcast, please let me know. So until next time, we'll catch you later. 